Notes from the Upper West Side, a novel by Dan Wrench. Chapter 71, St. Billy and the Michelin Man. Two days after starting that day-in, day-out, cerebrum-numbing routine, I went out to one of those little stores you see renting the smallest possible floor space in hard brick corners all over the city. Stores that specialize in vitamins and superfoods and protein drinks. I got a bottle of this herb called St. Billy's Bounce. I have no idea why they call it that. They grind this herb up into a powder and put it in capsules, and there's only one reason to buy it, and that reason is it will give you a hard-on. So the process of acquiring St. Billy's Bounce is a lot like the process of acquiring condoms. The clerks at the front all know what you're using it for, but they're professional enough to deadpan while they ring you up. Harp was pretty clear that he thought I should take three of these capsules a day at least. When I first got them, I downed a fistful and stashed the bottle in my locker at the gym. Then I went for my regular lunch date with Fern and boom. There it was. My first steel erection compliments of St. Billy. Fern said, Polly, you a fucking missile. And when I was in the home stretch, I remembered to flex the hold it back muscles. Back off! Back off! I cried. She sat back on her knees and looked at me like I'd just discovered Atlantis. Oh my god, Polly, you slam it shot? Yes, sirree, and it's like, okay, I don't have time to go again, but in my mind, I'm ready. And it was true. I didn't want to take a nap. I didn't want Fern to crawl away silently. I didn't want to think about video games or cars or guys shooting hoops and high-fiving. I still wanted to think about babes with hard round butts and big fake tits. I flexed my pecs. I was invincible. And why not? I was doing the work. I was putting in the time. I was crushing my bones in the gym and exercising my dick and taking the pills and eating the superfoods. I wasn't in the pizza league anymore. I was on my way into that league of guys who can pound porn stars all night and heft metal the whole next day. In the hallway outside room 882, Fern stood really close to me. Closer than usual. I closed the door behind us and she said in a really tiny voice, Paulie? Yeah? Wanna jam me in the culo? Um, when? Next time? Well, it's not that I don't want to, Fern, but, you know, Jono... Oh, he don't care. He's jamming his wife right now. He's probably taking her someplace to jam her thick. Maybe Miami. His wife, she like taking meat in Miami. Still, there's kind of a man code about it. It's... maybe you could call it the anality code. I never heard of no anality code. It's not officially called that. I kind of put it into words just this second. It's about respect for, you know, a special kind of intimacy. You kidding me? (music) 
Plus, we've been giving the Admiral some really solid workouts. It's, I guess, I think it's got to rest for a while. Yeah, she said. She kind of hugged my upper arm. At least, I think it was a hug. It's possible she just bumped her head against my shoulder. So, what, you want to skip it, eh? Good idea, so meet again Friday? Okay, well, you rest up and no jamming your wife, she said. And remember, you can jam me in the kuro anytime you want, okay? Thanks, Fern, that's really sweet. It really was, too. But look, it, I know this is going to make me look bad, but it was pretty urgent for me that Fern keep her clothes on, or at least keep most of them on. And also, look, it, I believe in empowerment. If you're big and fat and sag like a day-old balloon, then to hell with those skinny bitches with the bolt-on tits. You go, pork chop. But see, when we're talking about Fern, we're not talking about a big girl. We're not talking about a plump, zoftig, or rubenesque girl. We're talking about the Michelin Man. And there are things I know about myself already, like I don't want to see the Michelin man dropping his pants and bouncing on my bed. Again. Yeah, again. See, when I was 21, I did junior year abroad in London. I got to study at El Sada, the Leicester Square Academy of Dramatic Art. And one of my fellow studiers abroad was this phenomenally obese chick named Bev. Bev had this really cute face, and the first day we students were over there after sleeping off the jet lag, we had this orientation and a party right afterward. And at the party? We were upstairs in this hotel, and Bev was really drunk and pushed me into a corner where a bunch of coats and scarves were stacked and grabbed my cock, which in those days was always bulging for babes, and I thought, Hey, how do I know I'm not one of those guys who digs chicks who weigh 300 pounds? I knew those guys existed. I knew there were porn mags and movies made specifically for them, and now I thought, maybe these are my people. So we went to her room and took our clothes off. That's when I realized I was not into fat chicks. But to be polite, I went through the whole marathon of moves. Even the moves that require lube, because I remember she had some in a little foil pouch on her nightstand. And so about an hour later, she had her white hotel robe on and was all smiley and kissed me goodnight at the door where she made me promise to keep the whole thing secret so her boyfriend wouldn't find out. I said, sure, no prob. Then I stood there alone in the hallway for maybe a minute after she closed the door and I was sweating, man. I stumbled back to my room and took maybe the longest shower of my life. My first sight of naked Michelin man was burned onto my retinas, a sight that convinced me I was never going to be able to have sex again, ever. I was sure I'd turn out to be one of those guys who's really, really productive because he's got all this free time from not having sex and from not going out to hunt slammable ass. A few days later, that feeling started to fade away. Me and Bev stayed friends, and her boyfriend came over to visit one weekend, and they just disappeared to fuck for three days. So, guys who crave banging babes who look like the Michelin Man? They exist. They're out there. 
I'm just not one of them. And a million years later, when I said goodnight to Fern after she told me I could have her ass any time I wanted, I knew it was never going to happen. Besides, I figured Jana would get back to jumping Fern soon and she'd forget all about me. See, I thought, another guy who loves boning linebackers. Why should I worry? Notes from the Upper West Side is a work of fiction. The people depicted in this work do not exist. Notes from the Upper West Side, copyright 2020 by Dan Wrench.